G'day, Eliza. How are you doing? Kevin, I'm oh, good. How are at you? At last we get to talk to you. I'm at s- last? Yeah, and it, it was, it's all my fault because I had the wrong number for you. So apologies for that. But I, I have uh, preempted what you were going to say, and that is, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about the areas with, that had had the most decline. Mm. Uh, you, you know, if you look at it, Queensland has actually done fairly well. Yeah, I think that overall um, Queensland has been a pretty good performer among COVID. Yeah. So this is looking at um, data of uh, capital growth and, and price growth over the last couple of months. And basically we've seen strengths across the southeast Queensland market where there's been less job loss overall. Uh, you don't have quite a sa- the same affordability constraints as you would in, say, Sydney and Melbourne. Um, and southeast Queensland is also very popular with interstate migrants. So I think over the course of COVID, as we see borders reopen uh, towards the end of July, um, we could see pretty sustained demand for this market. And overall, as you say, the price declines have been very, very mild. I think it's fair to say they've been mild across most of the country, but um, Brisbane property prices over the past, you know, three months have been pretty much steady. Um, so even though there are pockets of, of a bit of weakness, overall the markets perform quite well. Yeah, one thing we do know is that uh, there are different markets all around Australia and even within markets there are different markets. You know, you've got the top end, mm-hmm. the mid-range and the lower range. Interesting to see the comparison between Sydney and Melbourne that's been fit, hit fairly hard at the high end, but that hasn't happened in Brisbane. That's right. So historically what we've observed looking at our data is that the top what we call the top quartile, so the top um, 25% of prices across Sydney and Melbourne tend to lead those respective markets and they tend to be more volatile. That same pattern does not really hold up across Brisbane. If anything, what we've seen is slightly lower value areas like uh, Ipswich, um, the relatively uh, depressed apartment market in Brisbane's inner city uh, and the Logan Bow Desert region, those are where we've seen the biggest um, price decline so far. Even then, the, the price declines over the past couple of months since the onset of COVID have been less than 1%. Um, and I think it comes back to the fact that there are some good opportunities with record low interest rates first home buyer incentives. And so we might see demand concentrated, at least over the the short term, um, in, in more expensive markets at the moment. Interesting, to just looking at your figures too from this report, if you look towards the bottom where we record those areas that actually had growth, there were three in Brisbane, uh, north, east mm-hmm. and west, which really covers a fair bit of Brisbane uh, with growth of around 1.1 to 1.9. So uh, overall, and we spoke to Antonia Mercarella from the REOQ just before having you on air, and she was making the same point that the Queensland market is actually holding up fairly well right now. Yes, and I think it does come back to the fact that conditions are pretty good for those who are Absolutely. in a position to buy. Yeah. Eliza, I'm so sorry that it took us so long to get you on air, but it's great to be talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. No worries at all, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Eliza Owen from CoreLogic. (laughs) Uh, For BC, we are talking real estate. It is now 24 minutes to 10.